Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. The university where you learn everything that is going on in the world of pop culture and see what you can learn about it for your own life. So it's educational, inspirational, and amazing. What can make it better? Having the sexiest podcast host in North America. There's a hotter one in North Korea, but I'm the hottest one in America. So thank you guys for joining. We have so much to talk about today. There's World War III, Armageddon between some of the biggest young female stars in Hollywood. It's truly the real-life mean girls. Hailey Bieber, Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, Taylor Swift, everyone's involved and just get so excited to talk about the whole thing. Then we're going to, if there's time, because this is a big story, talk about a little bit about Fat Amy, Rebel Wilson. She was talking about her struggles growing up and how she was a late bloomer and fat shamed and she opened up about crazy aspects of her life that you've never heard her talk about before so if there's time at the end we're gonna get to that i said i would do last episode but i did not (laughs) but before we get into everything rate this podcast five stars spotify apple Podcasts. if you are uh a repeat listener and you have not yet it would mean the world if you would just rate it really quick screenshot yourself listen to it post it to your instagram story and tag me and i will hit you up in your dms tell your mom your brother your dead pets satan jesus your pervy uncle your stepmom tell everyone about the podcast tuesday friday class attendance is mandatory and without further ado let's get into it pop culture university is in session You guys, I have been having the most awful day. It started as a really good day, but then I saw the darkest aspects of humanity all throughout my day. You know, my day was horrible when the best part of my day was seeing the movie Cocaine Bear. Yeah, that was the peak of my day. Seeing a film about a bear going batshit crazy, eating everyone in sight because he got into a lot of cocaine. We're going to get into that in a moment and why I saw the worst of humanity and everyone I'm fighting. And, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm fighting them because I don't care if they listen to this. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking to my students right now who are also my therapist. Anyway, let's just get right into the Dramageddon that is happening online. And this isn't even happening with, like, D-list influencers who no one gives a shit about. This is happening with the most A-list women in the world and why did i always know this would happen one day i knew selena gomez one day would just fucking snap i knew she would crack oh i've seen the cracks forming for years i knew it was almost time for selena gomez to go bat shit crazy and drop that good girl act i knew i'd see her unsnapped one day but this is like real life mean girls truly and if you don't know what i'm about to get into oh you're in for a good treat if you do already know about the drama i'm about to tell you every detail and we're just going to get into it together. So this is Mean Girls in real life. Um, Selena Gomez is playing Katie Heron. <laughs> you 
Kendall and Kylie Jenner, along with Hailey Bieber, are playing the plastics. I think Hailey Bieber would be Regina George in this aspect, though if I had to choose a Regina George of those three, it's clearly Kylie. But just because Hailey seems to be the main character right now, she is the Regina. But this insane typhoon of drama all started in January. And it happened when Selena Gomez decided to come back to social media just to leave a little post. She quit social media a lot because she can't take it for her mental health. And then she comes back. She posted a photo of herself getting onto a ladder on a boat, like half in the water, half out. And yeah, she looked a little bigger than she normally does. Maybe a little fat, but I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I look a little fat all the time. Fat is not a bad word that we should be afraid of. She just looked like she had some fat on her body. Um, Selena goes through a lot with her lupus, though. Her lupus medication. She looks beautiful all the time, even if she looks a little bigger. But she was genuinely looking a a little bigger. And people were fat shaming her in those comments. It was awful. People were calling her a whale, saying that she shouldn't wear that bikini. Why is she on a boat? Like, people were so mean. We like we never want that. We never condone that for anyone. I hope you agree, class. That'd be awful. But people were confused because the same day Selena Gomez posted that, it was getting a major amount of hate. Haley Bieber and Kendall Jenner posted a TikTok using an audio that says, I'm not saying she deserves it, but I'm saying God's timing is always right about Selena Gomez getting bullied on the internet that day. And as you know, Selena used to be dating Justin Bieber, who is Haley Bieber's now husband. You know, she got the last name. I got the first keys. She'll get the last. She's got the future. And I got the past. I got the class ring. She got the diamond and a wedding band. I got the boy. She got the man. That's how it kind of went down for Selena and Haley. Selena got the boy. Haley gets the man. And people are thinking that maybe Selena is bitter towards Haley because of that. And maybe Haley is bitter towards Selena because we all think Justin still truly loves Selena. So there's been kind of like unspoken tension between them forever. So people are like, hmm, Haley Bieber never posts on TikTok and she's going to post that audio saying that she's kind of happy someone is getting shit right now. It does look a little suspicious. But if you think about it, that would be sociopathically evil if Kendall Jenner and Haley Bieber think Selena Gomez deserves to be fat shamed and are happy about it. <laughs> Saying that God's timing is always right for her to be fat shamed. Like that would be absolutely positively evil. Evil. So I don't think that's what they meant. Do you guys know Kendall Jenner used a TikTok audio about me once? I'm not even kidding. And then she blocked me. I made a video saying five nice things about celebrities I don't like. And Kendall Jenner was the topic one day. So I said five nice things about her. And then she blocks me and makes a TikTok using the audio of like, are you tired of being an obsessed fan or having no life and just looking at mine? Maybe you should get a life. Like she used that audio and she also blocked me the same day. So Selena, I know how it feels when Kendall Jenner (laughs) 
uses a TikTok audio against you. It's not fun. <laughs> I know how it feels. She unblocked me, though. We're good. We're besties. And you know what? I'm usually such a Haley and Kendall Jenner hater. I usually hate them both, but I kind of forgot why I hate them because Selena Gomez was so evil today. And we'll we'll get into why. Maybe I like them more. So that would be really shockingly evil if Haley and Kendall think Selena deserves to be fat shamed. But Selena Gomez wanted to make the whole world think that they do want Selena to be fat shamed because Selena left a comment on one of her fans TikToks saying, why are Kendall and Haley fat shaming Selena? And Selena's comment said, it's okay. I don't let things like this get me down. Wait, can I do my Selena Gomez voice? It's okay. I don't let things like this get me down. Be nice, everyone. That's how Selena Gomez talks, as if she just got the worst mood. I know I shouldn't like make fun of her voice because like her issues, her struggles and everything, but <laughs> she always talks like this. I I won't do that. But anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, Selena shouldn't make everyone think that they meant that. And she knows what she's doing by saying, I don't let things like this get me down. Selena, you know what you're doing with that comment. I'm not even too passionate about this whole topic, but even as a neutral viewer, I can understand that the only way to perceive that comment by Selena is, oh, Selena really thinks that they're fat shaming her and she's just not going to let them get her down. Selena, you are messy with that comment. You know what you're doing and you're not going to be able to play the victim with that one. I'm sorry. But her playing the victim worked. People still thought of her as the victim and Haley the bad guy. So Haley had to comment. I never comment on this type of thing, but we were just having a girl's night and did a random TikTok sound for fun. It's not directed at anyone. And I truly believe her. I don't think it was directed at anyone. But that was not the end of it. Selena Gomez then went on to go to Instagram Live and go on a whole live stream rant about how she's not a model. She'll never be a model. And that was her addressing her body shamers. But her inflection when she says, I've never been a model. I'm not going to be a model. It seems like she was poking fun at models like Kendall Jenner and Hailey Bieber, both models, both super skinny. And she was like, I'm never going to be those superficial, vapid girls. I'm going to be comfortable at any way, any size. It just seems like she was coming for the models a little bit. Almost like she's continuing the narrative that the models are the bad guys. Because no one said, we want you to look like a model. People were just fat shaming her. So why did she have to bring models into it? I don't know. Continuing, Selena returned to social media. She's back on Instagram. Oh my God, no one saw that coming. We are shocked. We did not see your return coming, Selena. As if everyone who says they quit, don't come right back. So Selena did a few posts on Instagram. She did the thing and she became the most followed woman on Instagram again. She reclaimed her number one spot and we got to give it up to her. She's the skinny weight champion of Instagram and she reclaimed her title. Stay mad. She gave you bitches two years. Now your time's up. She's back. Now your time's up. 
Bless her heart, she's throwing shots, but every line sucks. All your girls in here, if you're feeling thirsty, come on, take a sip. Cause you know what I'm serving. Oh. But guess who she passed as the number one? She took Kylie Jenner's title because Kylie used to be the number one. Kylie had 380 million and now Selena has 382 million. Damn. What you gonna do now, Kylie? Isn't that embarrassing that you only have 380 million? I wouldn't be caught dead having that little amount of followers. Embarrassing. You better like make a business or something so you can keep making money at least so you're not homeless soon, Kylie. People thought Kylie was mad about Selena passing her. Yeah. People really thought that Kylie was mad because Kylie threw some shade at Selena, allegedly. Right when Selena passed Kylie, Selena posted a video on TikTok. And she was talking about how she wishes she could be as pretty as Bella Hadid. And she just did her eyebrows and they look so bad. She was kind of being self-deprecating, which I guess is cute. You know, she doesn't want to be known as like the most followed woman. She wants to be humble about it. And whenever something good happens to me, I feel like my first instinct is to be self-deprecating, to not invoke any certain reaction by someone. So I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'll humble myself before you do. So I get why she was doing that. But also, why would Selena say, I wish I was pretty as Bella Hadid? (laughs) What? Because Selena, what happened to, wouldn't want to be anybody else? Yeah. You made me insecure. Told me I wasn't good enough. But who are you to judge? When you're a disgusting nepotism baby bitch. Anyway. Selena kind of got Bella Hadid bullied when she said, I wish I was as pretty as Bella Hadid. And she knew what she was doing. She knew people in the comments would say that. But people in the comments were saying, you're a thousand times prettier than her and more natural. You're even more beautiful than Bella Hadid. Bella Hadid is disgusting. She doesn't even compare to you. Like, Selena, why are you even throwing Bella Hadid's name around there in your TikTok? You're too famous for that, for that name dropping shit. So she kind of got Bella Hadid bullied and she didn't delete the comments or anything. And Selena will turn off the comments if she's getting hate comments, but she will not turn off the comments if someone else is getting hate comments. So people were like, okay, interesting. And then about the eyebrows, she did her eyebrows bad. She laminated them too much. They look a little goofy and they did look a little goofy. It was giving Britney Spears. She looked a little goof. So Kylie Jenner then right after, uh, right after Selena passed Kylie, Kylie posted, just a selfie but she put words directly on top of her eyebrows (laughs) right on her eyebrows that said this was an accident that's all the post said it was a photo of kylie jenner's face with words that said this was an accident over her eyebrows okay interesting a little bit suspicious maybe if it happened again it would be maybe incriminating and then it happened again Haley bieber and kylie jenner then posted a photo together both zooming in on their eyebrows on facetime but it's zoomed in on Haley's eyebrow and it's zoomed in on kylie's eyebrow on both of their screens okay okay that is a little suspicious um 
I see how people could put two and two together. Selena just called out her eyebrows and then they post photos of her eyebrows. But again, it would be a little insane to think that Kylie wants to bully Selena. So she's going to post a photo of her eyebrows. It would just be a little sociopathic of bullying to do. That's a pretty far stretch. It's reaching to me. Maybe Kylie was just on FaceTime. They were both zoomed in on their faces and they, she took a screenshot. And Kylie is the type that if she's going to bully someone, like she's just going to do it. She's not going to hide it. She's not going to throw shade. She will just directly own up to it. Like this is what I'm doing. And I don't think Hailey Bieber would want to throw shade at Selena. Because remember when they made up last October and they took a photo together for the first time ever and posted it all around the world? Ever since October... Haley hasn't hinted at Selena, done anything with Selena. So they were on a clean slate. So Haley doesn't want to ruin this relationship with her right now. And Haley's life, like she really gets bullied by the Selenators every single day. She gets dragged through the mud. She can't even come out with a product without people spamming the comments not to buy it, leaving it terrible reviews. It was really detrimental for her life and her public image a lot to be against the Selenators really badly. So I don't think Haley would want to shade her with an eyebrow post and mess that all up. It just doesn't seem like a good business move, to be honest, to mess with Selena. She's Selena! She's the big bitch in town! Oh, not like big. She's just the most followed girl on Instagram. She's the biggest girl of them all. So you don't want to mess with her. You don't want to fuck with that. So I don't think Haley would do that on purpose. And Kylie actually had to tell everyone that is not what she meant because people were coming at Kylie so hard. Kylie said, this is reaching you guys. No shade towards Selena ever. And I didn't see her eyebrow post. You guys are making something out of nothing. This is silly. (laughs) I love that they're seeing this. I can't imagine just being that famous where my every single move was like, documented as if i'm in a documentary like these people are so obsessed with me that anything i do you know you're actively being perceived by that many people who are analyzing you like scientists in a lab in a fucking petri dish that'd be crazy being observed like that so kylie says y'all are making something out of nothing and selena actually responded i was shocked selena responded because we know selena lets people get bullied and in kylie's Instagram comments after everyone thought Kylie bullied her, people were saying, that's why Selena's blush is sold out and yours isn't, mean girl. It's giving bully, mean girl. What have you become? I used to like you, Kylie, but after the recent mean girl behavior, she's becoming one of my least favorite. LOL thinking that Kylie is above these silly childish acts. I'm not even a Selena fan, but this is unacceptable. What a bully. Weird as fuck. It's a no from me. Giving me bully mental illness vibes. And Selena actually saved her from that bullying. I was surprised. Selena said, Agreed, at Kylie Jenner. It's all unnecessary. I am a fan of Kylie. But not Haley. Fuck Haley. Apparently, she's only a fan of Kylie. But anyway, so I guess at this point, you know, no true shade has been thrown. Selena can still play the victim. Everyone thinks she's the hero, the good girl. 
and Kylie was just spared. She was a spared little mean girl who got to live another day. So let's continue. You know, it, it all could have been over then. It all could have been done and over with. We didn't have to continue, but we did. Selena unleashed the fucking beast. I don't know what happened with her. I don't know what came over her, but truly what the series of things I'm about to read are fucking crazy. She is diabolical. And this is where maybe true colors show. Who's the real mean girl? Because true colors always come out. They always do. Always. Selena commented on a TikTok. And that TikTok was of Hailey Bieber. And it was a video of her hosting lip sync battle from like 2016, 2017. And in the video, her co-host says, that was the meanest lyrics since Taylor Swift's last album. Talking about whoever just did a lip sync battle or whatever. She said, the co-host said, those were really mean lyrics, the meanest lyrics since the last Taylor Swift album. And Hailey Bieber responds by doing the like symbol of making yourself throw up. She was like, Ugh when he mentioned Taylor Swift, as if she hates her. In a one-on-one rap battle full of the meanest lyrics about a celebrity since Taylor Swift's last album. So that was the TikTok. The caption of this TikTok, though, is, this is the real Hailey Bieber. Mean girl, a bully. And Bieber, in that caption, was in quotes, as if she's not the rightful Bieber, as if someone else should have the last name Bieber. So Selena commented on it and she said, so sorry, my best friend is and continues to be one of the best in the game. And that was referring to Taylor Swift, that she's one of the best and the biggest in the game and she's her best friend. And Selena, that's lovely that you want to defend your best friend. Like, that's amazing. But why the hell did you comment on that? Why was that even on your For You page? That was stirring the pot more than the pot has ever been stirred in this Dramageddon ever. That was a very incriminating post for Selena. Because up until then, Selena was still the victim. But after she commented that, people are like, Selena, you know what you're doing. You are inciting violence against Hailey Bieber. Also, Hailey Bieber is married. Why are you even commenting on a post questioning her marriage? That's weird. That's freak behavior. That was cross the line for me. I'm, I'm sorry. It was cross the line commenting on a photo where someone questions if she should be the real Bieber. And then she tries to mask her hate for Hailey Bieber by saying that she's defending her friend. But she's, what she's really trying to do is hate Hailey Bieber and make her look worse. We all know it. It doesn't take a genius to see it. So com- so common sense, Selena doesn't like Haley, and now it's confirmed. It's never been confirmed. Selena's public image from this point, from like before that happened, was Selena's too famous, she's too big to ever even divulge in the made-up internet drama about Haley Bieber. She 
doesn't hate Haley. She has nothing against her. Any of the drama she just had with Justin was just between her and Justin, nothing with Haley. And that if anyone's the victim, it's Selena. But now she makes it clear that there is drama. She doesn't like her. And she's the one inciting bullying against Haley. So she is the problem, no longer the victim. And then it continues. Selena really said, doomsday is here to these girls. She said, prepare to feel my wrath. Because then she goes on a comment spree. A comment motherfucking spree. And she comments on one TikTok that says, POV me after losing that one person I thought I was never going to lose. Selena Gomez commented, but suddenly I remember I can do better. And yeah, LOL. Then she commented on another post of Hailey Bieber where the search engine bar says Hailey Bieber mean girl almost as if Hailey uh, Selena was looking to find comments about her and Selena's comment was I'm getting off social media I have every right to defend my friends say whatever you want about me and my people but I would die for my people thanks so much if Selena wanted to keep peace in girl world she would have never commented on the photo on the video of Hailey Bieber on lip sync battle I feel like Selena is like Caddy Heron when she's like, I'm a woman obsessed. 80% of my time I was talking about Regina and the other 20% of the time I was just wishing someone would bring her up so I could talk about her even more. She's going out of her way to find content about Hailey Bieber to comment on it. And then she comments on the craziest video like, this could be potentially career ending for Selena. Career ending. How evil this post was. So someone was going off about how she doesn't even like Selena that much, but Hailey Bieber is such a disgusting nepotism baby. I am not the biggest Selena Gomez in general. Like, pretty neutral. However, now, with these mean girls coming at her fucking throat, disgusting, despicable behavior from the Nepo babies, like, it makes me want to vomit. Selena commented on that post and said, I love you to that girl. What? What? Selena! You just co-signed a post that called Hailey Bieber a disgusting, despicable nepotism baby. <gasps> you hate Hailey Bieber. It's obvious now. We all know it now. You're such a bitch. You just publicly did that. You are crazy. I'm just kidding. She's not a bitch. But she knows what she's doing. She's inciting massive bullying against Hailey Bieber. She wants her fan base, her millions of fans to destroy Haley, berate her with evil mean comments she wants Haley bieber to cry herself to sleep tonight and uh be her 13th reason she wants to hit Haley bieber over the head with a bat curb stomp her run her over and have her hung in public square in times square she wants Haley bieber's head on a stick that was crazy I cannot believe she said she loves someone who called Hailey Bieber a disgusting, despicable nepotism baby. Wow. At least Kylie, Kendall, and Hailey can admit they're sometimes shady and messy and mean. Selena Gomez tries to act all innocent. Like that scene from Mean Girls when Janice confronts Katie and she's like, 
You just try to act so innocent. At least me and Regina know that we're mean. You just try to act like, oh, I'm just from Africa with the little birdies and the little monkeys and I could never do anything wrong when really you're just a bitch. You're a mean girl. You're a bitch. That's what she said in the movie. The true colors really shine today. And then Selena wants to try to play the victim again. She quickly, 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 quickly tries to play the victim again. And she comments on someone's TikTok that says, I'm scrolling through TikTok and seeing my girl Selena in the comments crying. Selena comments on that and says, don't worry. I'm leaving social media for a while. Y'all win. Don't worry. I'm leaving social media for a while. Y'all win. Your mean comments really got to me again. What? You're the one doing the mean comments. Then Selena goes, ugh, so mad. Then Selena Gomez goes live on TikTok and she says, I quit. I'm done. Um, I love myself. I love my life. And I can't be on TikTok anymore. Um, it's not worth it. I'm too old for this. And yeah, I'm going to be taking a second from social media because it's this is a little silly. And I'm 30. I'm too old for this. So. <laughs> But I love you guys so much. <laughs> You're the one who's too old for this? Did did you say that before or after you commented on a video calling Haley Bieber a nepotism baby? Because, like, I can call Haley that. Because, like, who who cares? Like, who cares? But, and, and, like, when I say it's factual, I'm just saying she is a nepotism baby. But when Selena says it in the context of disgusting, despicable, mean girl nepotism baby, like, that's crazy. So you're too old for this, Selena? I don't think so. And her... Finally, the cloak has come off. The mask has been unveiled. The victim complex is done. People will have this ammo, this proof, this receipt forever on Twitter to let everyone know that Selena Gomez is not the victim and she potentially is the problem. Now, what I will say about Selena Gomez is thank you, Selena. This was so entertaining and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it all. And I love the inside scoop you really gave us about what's what's going on with those a-list celebrities those it girls because we we always wonder like if they are really better than us are they really mature are they some elite group of people no they're petty girls just like us who just happen to be famous so i think that's fucking hilarious and those other girls better keep an eye out for selena because she's not fucking around in 2023 she will kill them with kindness and a gun. This drama was better than her whole documentary. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, it really was. Her documentary definitely exposed her as fake woke as well. It exposed her as not as deep as she wants to be. She's pseudo deep. She wants the aesthetic of deep and woke and um, some like righteous warrior of kindness. But she's not. She's nothing of the sort. There's a lot of examples from her documentary where it exposed her as really ignorant. Um, they're kind of intense, though, so maybe I won't call her out on them. Maybe one of them where she was, like, in Africa, as, and these this these African teenagers were telling her how, like, they are in really horrible living situations, and they might be forced to marry someone they don't want to, and they wish they could, like, get out. And Selena's response was, do you believe in love? <laughs> she did not hear one word that they said i'm not saying she was just there to get content for her documentary to keep up with her image of being the kind hero amazing girl 
but maybe I am. I don't know. Anyway, I know I'm coming down on Selena really hard, but I don't hate Selena. I think Selena is like a lot of people, like a lot of us, you know, we want to seem like good people, but sometimes the bad side of us comes out and we really want to be good people, but sometimes that angry, nasty side of us comes out. Um, so I don't hate Selena. I am happy that her manipulative narrative was lifted because that's just a relief that, you know, it's nice seeing when people get caught in their own, um, you, you know, their true colors shine so hard that their hood is lifted and they're really exposed to the whole world. So it's nice seeing that, I guess. But yeah, I can't believe Selena Gomez exposed herself like that. Truly a new chapter in her career, for sure. I feel like it also shows that maybe she's not completely at peace with the Justin situation. I think she's over Justin, but I don't think she's at peace with it. Definitely not at peace with Haley. So this next era from Selena will be very interesting. Also, I try not to go too hard on Selena because I do understand her mental health struggles and everything that she goes through physically and with her job. So I think it's good that she's taking a step back because she did look really bad today. Let's just be honest. Even if you love Selena, she looked bad today. You can't deny it. So I think kind of like in her song, Let Me Get Me, she's kind of getting herself right now. She's getting the best of herself. She's self-sabotaging a little bit and she needs to reel herself back in. So I want her to reel herself back in, come back, have, you know, true kindness like she does sometimes and move forward with that. But for now, she needs to take a break for sure. Her PR person is pissed. Who wait, who's who's her who's her publicist? That one girl that people were shitting on in her documentary? Fuck, what is her best friend's name? I have to look it up. Selena, I think she's her assistant, right? Raquel, Raquel. Maybe Raquel was right. <laughs> Raquel's pissed. She has to clean up. She has to clean up after this mess. But anyway, what can we learn from this? I think we can learn that true colors will always come out, whether it's your true colors, your friends' true colors. Just be true to who you are. Even if someone's trying to paint a narrative of you, manipulate a situation to make you look bad, uh, and just project to everyone in your life and every day of your life a certain narrative about you. That narrative can only go on for so long. If someone's trying to project that you're a bad person, let them do it. Because everyone who is hearing that projection will know the truth one day. Don't let it get you down because true colors always show. There's been people in my life who try to project certain narratives about me and say I'm this awful person or say I'm the bad person. And then no matter how long they do it, I live in a present day now where that that narrative is trash because true colors were exposed and no one talks about that old narrative about me anymore because people know so always be yourself and no one can say who you are because your true self will show
You know what I also feel like? I feel like anyone who tries to have the like create their own narrative about themselves that they're so nice and they're just the nicest person they get walked all over because they're so nice i'm too nice everyone says i'm so nice i'm the nicest person it's because i'm nice like anyone who makes their whole personal brand image being too nice are actually like the meanest people just trying to project that they're not that i've had such an annoying day almost so much so that my stomach hurts I, my like teeth hurt. My head started hurting. I was shaking because people were annoying me so much. Do you want to know the most horrible thing that happened to me, students? So I used to like talk to this one guy and I really liked him. He was like my first kind of crush, you know, my first lots of things. And I really liked this guy. He was like that one crush in me that I really just could not shake. And that's kind of embarrassing because he never really liked me that much back. <laughs> Let's just be real. But I would like fantasize about him and he definitely liked me back a little bit. We had a situation ship and then he moved across the country and I wouldn't quit after he moved. I still wanted to talk to him just get to know him and be like a part of his life. Even if I couldn't date him, I wanted to be like a footnote in his life, you know? And so after months of persisting, even when he didn't live by me anymore, I flew to go see him. And when I was there, there was so much buildup. I wanted to see him so bad. I was Snapchatting him, sending him photos and being like so agreeable. So he would like me. So much buildup. I was just such a loser back then too. Like he really had my unexperienced like gay ass in his hands. And I got there and it was just horrible. Awful. This guy who I was so hoping I would click with. It was just terrible. He invited me to go see him, by the way. Multiple times he would invite me and then cancel plans randomly. But he actually did invite me to fly across the country for him. I paid for my own flight. Oh, that's hard to admit, but I did. Isn't that so embarrassing? Why would I do that? That's so humiliating to me. Like looking back, I would punch my old self for doing that. How dare you? I would shake him and be like, you are too good for this. He doesn't even like you. He's not even that cute. He's not even all that bitch. And you're doing all this for him? Anyway, get there. It's horrible. He's mean. We've met many times in person before this. He's seen me fully many times before that. But when I get there, he makes me feel like I'm catfishing him or like I did catfish him. He says multiple parts of my body look weird. He says my shoulders aren't wide enough. My head is too big. He said, you need head reduction surgery is what he said to me. Quote unquote, you need head reduction surgery. Your head's too big. Stuff about my hair being frail you know i go through hair struggles just really picking and prodding my appearance and i'm so confused and it was so awful i stayed there for two days the second night i just drank and had like half of a breakdown and i was like i'm sorry i even came this is so horrible i feel like you hate me it was the most awkward night <laughs> 
If I was in those shoes now, I would, first of all, if I, I would make him pay for my flight. And if he disrespected me for a second, I would put him on blast on the internet like I am right now. But I'd put a photo of his face. I would like contact his employer. I would do the craziest shit. Like I'm insane now. I would truly destroy him. I don't need his approval at all. I'm past that point. I really only look for validation in myself. And I really was over everything with him. And we didn't talk after I got home for about nine months. We just didn't Snapchat at all. We didn't text at all. He put me on mute on everything. He wouldn't view anything I posted. But he didn't necessarily block me. Because he doesn't want to seem like a bad guy. That's a big part of who he was. He just didn't want to seem like a bad guy. He was like Mr. Perfectly Fine. Mr. Insincere Apology so he doesn't look like the bad guy. And he was perfectly fine never speaking to me. And then randomly three weeks ago, he hits me up again. And he goes, oh, hey, Patty, you're doing so well. I see you online. Your life seems to be going great. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. I wanted to be cordial with this man because even though he was so rude when I met him that last time in a different state, he was still a big part of my life. I wanted to be his friend still, even three weeks ago. So I was going to be nice enough where maybe he'll apologize. Maybe he'll say sorry. He'll mention how he felt bad about how the visit went and how he treated me when I was there. But he didn't. All he wanted to do was say how good I was doing and then immediately sexed me. What? Isn't that insane? After no contact for nine months, prior to those nine months, having this whole fling and rendezvous and situationship, you're not going to talk to me for nine months and then send me like nude photos of you in the mirror. And that was the moment it clicked for me that he is a narcissist and he is crazy. And he just wants my attention, my validation. And as soon as I'm not perfect for him or complimenting him or buying my own flight or apologizing for me sucking so bad. Cause I used to compliment him a lot too. Cause I think he's so attractive. So the second I'm not going to, be everything he wants for his own ego he's just gonna drop me again so i did not sext him back i sent a photo of my face covering my eyes because <laughs> i'm hilarious these days and that was revenge for 21 year old me 2021 me and he keeps trying he's like what you haven't like, you've seen me like this before. You've seen me nude before. And I'm like, I don't care. That was nine months ago. We can't just do that again. He keeps sending me photos. I say, no, stop. <laughs> I don't want that. And then he says, I still have photos of you saved in our Snapchat camera roll. And I'm like, what? And then I look and he does have like old pictures of me. I'm not nude in them, but like underwear, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, okay. You can keep those and have whatever fun with them you want now. I don't care. Because I posted all those same photos on my Twitter. So everyone has them at this point. So I'm like, have fun with them now. You're lucky you have those. And he goes, I am lucky. Thank you. And then the next day he sends, just got done with work. Wish we could cuddle. And I go, you should go cuddle with your sex toys. <laughs> That's just the backstory for who we are. But then today I see, this is why I'm upset. Because today I go to his Instagram story. And he has a boyfriend now. I guess he has a boyfriend now, which was shocking to me because three weeks ago he was sexting me. 
so what happened in those three weeks? <laughs> you like fell in love or something? And he's one of those types who needs a picture perfect life on the outside because he's a like perception is reality narcissist. He wants everyone to think he's perfect. So he said he would never post a boyfriend until they were really serious and it's been a long time and like they could maybe be together forever or something. So I was like, okay, you know, back in the day I was like, I get that. And now that you're posting a guy after three weeks of dating blows my mind or you were cheating on him by sending me those photos and I should tell him. But either way, what makes me really sad is that his new boyfriend that I'm seeing looks like me. Yeah. He looks like me. But you know what he looks like? He looks like the slightly more attractive version of me. Which kills me. And I am over him. But it makes me sad that... Maybe me and that boyfriend are really similar in personality. But he just looks a little better. So he will be with him. You know what I'm saying? It makes me feel like... The poor man to him. And I've so I've just been I've so confident this year so far. And then this whole few days that I've or like it's been two days since I've seen his man, but I've just been so insecure. And I've been having like a really horrible two days. And he just posted another photo of him like an hour ago. And he really does look like the version of me with better hair that's healthy and a cute hairstyle, a smaller forehead that he could show and do really cute hairstyles with and you know have that swoop down the middle that leonardo dicaprio young vibe he has a really thin head not a wide head that needs head reduction surgery and he's in shape and so far above me in every sense so much better than me so it's just like damn but i bet you he sexted me three weeks ago if i really have to guess because he wants to see if i was stupid enough to respond I bet you he was already talking to that guy, but they just became official a few days after we were sexting. Well, he was sexting me because he wanted to see one last time if I was dumb enough to respond because I think he got a kick out of talking to me because I'm like blah, 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 an influencer. So it's almost like he just wanted to get his rocks off with me one last time before he was taken. So I'm just like screaming, punching the wall, how annoying people are and how now momentarily bad I feel about myself like I feel like I will never be organically attractive enough to easily win someone over or for someone to want me or for someone to be with me while not looking for someone else who may be better or just look good enough you know what I'm saying like maybe I don't have the stuff to be able to commit to I just don't have what it takes to be that husband material. I don't know. But it's like, damn, you're not going to commit to me, but someone who has better features, just the right proportions. Same version of me, but just the cookie cutter is cut a bit different on him. Crazy. So that's what was pissing me off um, for sure. I'm not going to let it get me down fully. I know I'm still like really cute and really attractive and really amazing. And while some of my features may not be the most objectively attractive ever, I know that I am gorgeous and thank God this is happening in 2023. Cause if this happened in 2021, I would have fully collapsed on the floor, died and cried for a week on my bedroom floor. Like my heart would have stopped beating. My blood would have ran cold and I would have been found dead in my bedroom if that was in 2021. So just like by like instantaneous, like the second I opened his story, I would have fell on the floor and died. <laughs> so 
thank God I like feel so secure and confident now for the most part. Again, the insecurity was creeping in a little bit. But I think what we can learn from this is that my own validation and my self-validation is keeping me in a place where I really can fight off the insecurity now. It's not going to affect me too long. It may affect me for another day. And then I'll get over it. And that just goes to show the power of becoming confident with yourself, embracing yourself, showing yourself how to love yourself and only needing your validation over anyone else's. And I think you do that by just pampering yourself, uh, saying like positive affirmations to yourself, reminding yourself who you are, making yourself the desirable person in your brain, not someone else, making yourself the person's validation you want, making yourself the person you look to who's on the pedestal, not someone else. And I feel like I just slowly have done that throughout the past two years. And like, thank God. Something else that was really bothering me today is that I got in a friend with my fight. I got in a fight with my friend. I literally am Bella Thornton with this dyslexia. I got in a fight with my friend over rent. So I live with my parents right now. I'm 22. I live in Chicago, but I want to move to LA. So I was considering it with one of my friends. And I need your guys' opinion on this. If you think this is fair or not, like tell me whose side you're going to take. And it's okay, students, if you don't pick me. I won't hold it against you on your report cards. Or maybe I will. (laughs) But me and my friends want to move in together in LA. There's going to be one of me living with a couple, two of them. So there's going to be three of us there. I'm not going to name names or anything. But my best friend who is in the couple is with his boyfriend. So we'll call my best friend, best friend, boyfriend, boyfriend. So us three are going to move into a two-bedroom apartment. The couple will share a bedroom together. That's what they want. I suggested a three-bedroom. They want a two-bedroom. That's what they really want. I said, okay. The boyfriend wants me to pay 50% of the rent while they each pay 25% of the rent. And at first, when we were making these plans, I was like, okay, maybe that's fair. They are subleasing their old studio apartment so they can live with me. That's kind of nice. Maybe I should give them some points there. Uh, I am new to LA. They've been there before. They are being so welcoming to me by getting this place with me. So that's great. So maybe I'll pay the 50%. And then I was telling my friends and my family, and they were like, they're scamming you. That's crazy. They can't make you pay 50% of the whole rent because I would be paying, let's say $1,500, but they would each be paying 750. That's a huge discrepancy. That's crazy. Right. And the more I thought about it, I was like, wait, just because they only have one bedroom and I have one bedroom doesn't mean we're 50, 50 sharing the apartment. Those two people are going to take up so much space in the living room, the kitchen, the family room on the couch with the TV, having over friends, the washer, the dryer, the sink, everything. Like they're going to take up enough space for two people. Well, I'm only one. So why would I split it in half if we're not splitting the apartment in half? So I suggested we pay. I will pay 40%. They can each pay 30%. So 40, 30, 30. That was the compromise that I came to because I didn't even have to compromise for them I was just being nice doing so I could have said how about we each pay a third because we're three people living in an apartment together that you guys want like you guys are begging to get a two-bedroom so you can have it we can each pay a third and then the boyfriend was like yelling at me on the phone saying that I'm lucky they even want a sublease for me to go 
live with uh to live with me and get this new apartment for me they're being so nice they don't even have to do this he said that the whole point of me moving there was so they could spend less money on rent and if they are gonna pay 30 percent each i'm really not even saving them that much crazy insanity right so i was like oh wow we were all friends before this too. I like loved my best friend's boyfriend. I thought he was great. And now I'm like, not only do I not want to live with them, but I think I don't even want to be their friend. So now I feel like I have to find a place in LA by myself. And the way he was saying this information to me was just so gaslighty, so dismissive to my feelings. I was like, Hey, like you really just hurt my feelings. You could have just said you're unwilling to pay anything more than 25% and leave it at that. I wouldn't have agreed with that, but I would have respected you and ended the conversation. We could have ended on good terms, but just the way he was insulting me saying, I'm lucky that we even get to do this. And when I was like fighting him back, he was like, Patty, you're digging your own grave. Now I'm not even going to want to live with you. If you're going to raise your voice at me, I was like, damn, like not only is he insulting me, but you're going to gaslight me and say, I don't deserve to feel like this. And he would say super mean things like that, but he would preface them by saying, don't take offense to this, or I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, but you're lucky we even want to live with you crazy shit and i'd be like that hurt my feelings he'd be like well i'm sorry you feel that way but i didn't say anything wrong insanity so now i'm like damn am i about to be living with joel goldberg from you am i about to be living with ted bundy should i like do a wellness check on my best friend to see if his boyfriend is like gonna murder him in his sleep i need like some protection if i'm about to live with them because he might try to off me in my sleep the wildest shit so now i feel like all my plans are derailed and i feel like ugly from that one guy who has a boyfriend that looks like me and i'm just having the worst day and literally my stomach is like has been killing me i was so upset today that i was like shaking i'm about to stroke out <laughs> truly but i guess i want to know your guys's opinion like do you think i'm overreacting by asking for 40 30 30 do you think they deserve to pay 50 25 25 I know the way he went about it was wrong. I don't even need to ask about that. I know he's so awful and I'm considering not even being his friend anymore. And me and my best friend can just hang out whenever his boyfriend is out of town or something. But what do you guys think about the rent? I like how I'm telling you like my utmost personal business, but tell me what you think. DM me. I want to know. And like, if I don't live with them, I would, I'm, would have to pay a lot to get a studio. Like I would undoubtedly be paying so much more. So I kind of do just want to swallow my pride and live with them. Even if that means I have to pay 50%. But a part of me is like, no, I'll just go live by myself and I'll just have to have extra faith in myself and know that like, I will be financially okay because I'm pretty sure I will either way. But just thinking about the amount of stress that would be taken off of me living with three people would be so nice. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. In between the Haley Selena segment and the my personal life segment, I was like throwing up. So <laughs> I'm going to cut the show short a little bit. I feel bad for Rebel Wilson. I will get to her segment. I, I will. I want to talk about her. She's kind of getting the short end of the stick. I love her. I relate to her immensely and I love her story. Truly, I'm obsessed with her and I am like fat Patty. Like I'm fat Patricia. You know what I'm saying? So I want to talk about her <laughs> and I will get to that, but probably just 
in Tuesday's episode. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Stay safe out there. I'll try not to get murdered by the serial killer going around in Chicago this weekend. I'll try not to let any men in my life make me have a stroke. But truly, I can't promise that. And I hope I don't come down with a sickness from all the stress going on. But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I hope you enjoyed the tea today. That Haley Selena situation is so crazy. I can't wait to see what happens next. You know we'll be talking about it on the next episode. And until then, class is dismissed. Bye, students. Love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.